trigger warning for this podcast may contain explicit material unlike every other episode we've ever done what's up everybody thanks for pressing play today in today's episode of nerd nostalgia you're gonna catch me Irvin, doing a solo episode but before we get into what this episode is gonna be about I wanted to give a big shout out and thank you to all of you, all the listeners for sticking with us. We are officially one year old. Um, We are beyond words. Thank you so much for everybody that comments, for everybody that listens, everything. We we appreciate y'all so much more than y'all will ever know. We love doing this and we continue to have big things lined up for you guys this year. All right, so in this episode, we're going to do the second part of Investor Day, and it's just me, like I said before, but I did promise y'all that we would cover this. So without further ado, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast, and thanks for stopping by Panzer Vor. Oh, and fuck you, Brian, with an I. <laughs> Welcome back, all my nerdy friends. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. I am your main host, Irvin, coming to you on the live wire. Not really, but on the ones and twos. Listen in, listen in. So today's episode is going to be all about Investor Day from Disney. This was back in December. We covered the first part of it. We weren't able to get to the second part because I wanted to bring you that Disney episode where we talked with uh, Traveling Ears Vacation, Stephanie Howard. Hit her up if you need anything. Use our affiliate link on there for sure to support the podcast. But I promised y'all that we were going to deliver this. There was just so much information and I didn't want it to be overwhelmed. So I decided to split it up into two, give you both a Marvel portion and then also a portion completely dedicated to Star Wars because there's a lot to cover guys there's a lot of stuff that they threw out at us so we will start off with the given for what we what we've already known that was down the pipe down the wire that they've already announced even before uh, investor day which was the Mandalorian season 3 Everybody should be all caught up now. It's been out for a while now. Mandalorian Season 2, fucking, those last three episodes are absolutely amazing. If you haven't, I've, I've literally watched the season finale of episode, or of Season 2 three times now. I'm probably going to go for 4, 5, and 6 to knock it all out. It It's awesome. I, I genuinely have not been that excited over a show in a while, and I was like screaming, like the last time I can think about it was probably The Red Wedding with Game of Thrones, where I was actually like fucking screaming, and I was just so pumped about, about what was actually going on, and everybody knows what it is, but I still won't spoil it for those if you possibly are listening and haven't watched it yet. But it was still different because I wasn't expecting this. This We're, we're in uncharted territories, and I think people are still excited about that. They're still able to give us some mystery, and in a world where you know, being able to hold that secret like they did for that long. Even the uh, the main actor, if you go to his Twitter page, was like, wow, I'm so surprised that we were able to keep that under wraps for a full year. So I was I was so ecstatic. And uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to my social media page, nerd.nostalgia.podcast and check us out. We, uh, we definitely talk about it a little bit there. So Mandalorian, obviously that's the given. Season three is going to be coming. Very interesting to see what's going to happen there. Now, what we don't know is, and something that kind of was not announced, and I guess they wanted to keep that season three a mystery, and if you haven't seen season two finale, please uh, go ahead and skip ahead, because I'm going to go ahead and spoil, so warning, warning, spoiler, spoiler, coming your way. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. All right, 
Hopefully you fucking moved. If not, then whatever. So at the end of the Mandalorian, we see in the post credit scene, very Marvel style, very Disney, I guess at this point, but they do a scene with Boba Fett going over to Jabba's old throne and like sitting down and being like, I fucking run this show. And then with them being like, expect Boba Fett show next December. So what people don't know is the Mandalorian season three, actually that, are they going to intertwine or is it going to be its own separate entity? And they're going to direct that as well. So I'm super curious now. I know I've heard talks that they're going to interact that essentially this is going to be the uh, Favreau Filoni verse, if you will. We'll have to come up with a better name, won't we guys? The, I don't know. I don't know. Fucking Dave. I don't know. Fucking the, I like that. Actually, the Filoni Favreau verse, the Favreau Filoni verse. I think, I think it flows. Anyways, they're going to do a bunch of different shows and they're all going to kind of intertwine with each other, which is really cool because a lot of us really do like that. With the WB shows, that was one of the coolest things that they did was the crossovers. The best one was probably about two or three back. Not the one where like it was cross worlds, that kind of fucking sucked or the infinite on crisis earth. That, that one was just fucking garbage. But the one right before that, that one was pretty dope. Anyways, so we know Boba Fett is coming. It's going to get its own show. Pretty excited for that. That may be looped into The Mandalorian Season 3. We don't know. We'll, we'll see what uh, what information we get down the road. Two shows that were announced via both their Twitter page and also their uh, main pages and just all social media, essentially. We have The New Republic and Ahsoka. So, Rangers of the New Republic is going to be a new original series set within the timeline of The Mandalorian coming to Disney+. Plus. Now, we don't have much information about that, so it'll be super interesting to see what they do for that. Are the Rangers going to be part of the New Republic? Are they going to be something else completely different? I'm I'm very curious to see what they do because at the end of the day, this is kind of like a space western, right? And I think the Mandalorian nails that right on its fucking head because they definitely, definitely express that. And um, I'm curious to see what this is going to be. Obviously, the Ahsoka show, uh, Ahsoka Tano, right? It's going to be a new original series starring Rosario Dawson. We would have guessed that. Somebody who I'm super excited. I think she crushed it and I'm excited for her future. It's going to be, again, set within that same Mandalorian timeline. Is this going to be Thrawn stuff? I'm probably almost certain that that's what it's going to be. But who knows? Maybe they have some wild cards lined up for us and I would not doubt that at all. The one thing that I really, really liked about Rosario Dawson playing Asaka Tano uh, Ahsoka Tano, however the fuck you pronounce it, I'm, I'm so bad at, at the name, Ahsoka, sorry, had to, had to say it correctly, is that she wanted this role. I'm always a fan of nerds or people who are in the industry that want a specific role, like they lobby for the role. Because A, that means they're either a nerd and would do the fucking part justice, or B, they really want the role and they're going to do their research. Another example of this that comes to mind is going to be Superman, uh, aka Henry Cavill, he wanted the role of Superman. That motherfucker didn't answer the call from Zack Snyder because he was playing WoW. So he's a big fucking nerd, super into the role, also super happy with him in The Witcher. I think he's, you know, he's part of this, part of our culture, basically, right? The nerd culture. He wants to be in it. He wants to be a part of it. So I think that's absolutely awesome that Rosario Dawson also fits into this mold. Moving along with a super dope trailer is The Bad Batch. So we got a sneak peek at The Bad Batch you know, back in, uh, was it like season seven or season six or seven, one of those two of the Clone Wars. So if you don't know what the Bad Batch are, they're basically a bad batch of clone troopers. They're all 
individualistic and different than your typical clone. So they all have certain properties. You know, one's too big. One needs glasses and is super smart. One's just a fucking all-around badass that looks like fucking the Metal Gear Solid dude. One's a super sniper. Like, it's, it's a lot. It's an interesting dynamic. And I actually hadn't finished the Clone Wars until very, very recently and was introduced to them. And I thought, man, this is a cool concept. Now, what I'm curious is, are they just going to go and give you like missions in between the Clone Wars? Or are they going to do something that I think would be super awesome? What if they discovered those chips that were implanted in all the clones to execute Order 66? And what if they took those out even before Order 66 and then they kind of go rogue? I think that would be a dope one, but regardless, I still wouldn't mind some extra stories of them just kind of doing some heroics and shit during the Clone Wars. So very, very excited for the Bad Batch. Now that is an animation that is going to be, you know, within that Clone Wars kind of realm, uh, Dave Filoni's area and expertise for sure. Now, something that I am excited for as well is Star Wars Andor. So it's just Andor. So here's a quote from Star Wars Twitter page. Everything I did, I did for the Rebellion. Andor, an original series set in the Star Wars universe. It's going to be streaming in 2022 on Disney+. Plus. So this series is basically going to be all about Cassie and Andor. We met this character. It was played by Diego Luna in the movie um, Rogue One, which is set in between the main saga episodes 3 and 4. So basically right after Revenge of the Sith and right before A New Hope. Now, obviously, if you've seen Rogue One then you know that, uh, you know, he dies a heroic death, as does our main protagonist in it. So we would presume that this is going to be set previous, right, in the past. So it's going to it's gonna work within that timeline, which, which is cool. I'm curious to see why they wanted to do this show and what extra information they're trying to uh, divulge over to us to enhance the Star Wars mythos. Switching gears back over to animation, we have Star Wars Visions. It's an upcoming animated anthology television series. Its initial release should be about 10 anime-inspired short films from various Japanese animation studios. Now, this series is scheduled, damn, I cannot talk today, y'all, to premiere on Disney Plus in 2021. So, this year, because we're here, we made it, guys. I'm pretty pumped about this, I'm not going to lie, because it's it's a whole new take, it's a whole new look. So, I want to see what, you know, these Japanese studios are able to to give us i think it would be awesome and it's a smart play on disney's part because what they're going to end up doing is broadening their market to the asian market so if you could get them you know enticed by certain characters that were created within their own world they're going to want a little bit more history a little bit more mythos and so they're going to look into the previous stuff that was made and they're going to look into the future stuff that's going to be made as well so smart tactical moves by the house of mouse So moving it along, we are going to talk about something that I will probably fuck up. Lando. Lando is getting his own episode. Now, if you are a fan of our show here, you know that in one of the very early episodes that I mispronounced Lando Calrissian's last name. Calrissian, right? So every single episode, Brian or Trey find a way to kind of include that into it. It's kind of our running joke, if you will. And before uh, these guys give me shit, no, I did not go and edit it in the post. And even in the original, I was very bad at editing and didn't know what I was doing. I still don't know what I'm doing. Who am I kidding? But yeah, I didn't edit it. I can just pronounce it correctly if you put it in front of me. Also, we had been drinking, so whatever. Anyways, Lando Calrissian, our favorite scoundrel, getting his own show. He's going to be returning in uh, on, on Disney+. Plus. 
Justin Simeon is in the early stages of developing the project. Now, while a lot of people didn't like Solo, I, for the most part, enjoyed it. Uh, but I'm an optimist, to be truthful. I like a lot of stuff that people usually don't like. I find the good in everything, right? But Solo is probably one of my least favorite movies, but I thought that Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, did a great job portraying our guy, fucking Lando. Now, I'm hoping that that's who they pull from. Now, they could very easily go and, you know, do it with Billy D. Williams. They could do, like, a post one. So I'd be I'd be super interested to know what uh, what path they're going to choose. I'm hoping they go with Childish Gambino and give us a little history. And I think that that's what they're going to do just based off of some of the other stuff that they're delivering for us, right? But anyways, moving forward here, something that I'm, you know, you've probably heard before, and I think I've mentioned on this uh, show before on this podcast, Taika Waititi has an untitled Star Wars film and or trilogy. We still don't know. So we know that a uh, brand new Star Wars feature with acclaimed filmmaker filmmaker Taika Waititi is in development. I love Taika Waititi. If you haven't seen Thor Ragnarok or Jojo Rabbit, those are a couple of things that he's made. Absolutely wonderful. Jojo Rabbit, what a, what a heartwarming sto- story um, set in you know World War II era with a kid and just absolutely wonderful. A coming of age story. Very, very well done. His humor, I think, is is absolutely awesome. You know, he's Korg in Thor Ragnarok, and he just nails it. And I think giving him a Star Wars movie and or trilogy would be absolutely wonderful, um, especially if it's going to be backed by Dave Filoni and our boy, John Favreau, with some type of hand in it, because I think they, I think they honestly need their own fucking universe to like, just give them fucking range, dude. Give them a triple trilogy. Let them do their thing, and I guarantee you the fucking Star Wars fandom will come a-crawling. Now, details are scarce about what this is. We don't know when it's going to be set, if it's in the past, if it's in the future, if it has to do with the Skywalker saga. Probably not, but who knows? It it always kind of ties back to it a little bit. Well, party peeps, we have covered over half of the stuff that's going on, so I'm hoping that we knock out the rest here within the next few minutes and that we can get you back to your regularly scheduled life. The final things that we're going to be missing here are going to be discussing Acolyte, a droid story, Willow, Rogue Squadron, and then Obi-Wan Kenobi, with something kind of major that came out from that investment or within the past few days of it being announced. So let's start off with Acolyte. Leslie Headland brings a new Star Wars series to Disney Plus with The Acolyte. The Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Sweet! So many people, so many fans have been wanting more of the High Republic era. There's, I mean, games, books, all kinds of stuff set within that time frame. So set in the High Republic era, the Acolyte will be helmed by Russian doll creator Leslie Headland. It's officially described as a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. How fucking dope does that sound? It's like, it sounds like a murder mystery, kind of. I'm super curious if it's, oh, I'm just, I have so many questions for all of these shows because they did such a vague and great job just fucking describing them just enough to get you talking about them, wondering so... This is one of those things. I I am super curious. I thought this was going to end up being a movie, but it looks like they're going with a TV route. So, and they're, you know, putting a lot of money into these TV shows too. So I'm super excited for that. It's not like it's going to be, you know, a drop in quality. And even if it is a little bit, I don't think it's going to be much. And it's going to be a definite bump up from what we're used to, like on CW shows and shit like that. So super excited for this High Republic era TV show coming to Disney+. Plus. 
So moving on, more Disney Plus stuff. Like this is all Disney Plus, guys. So Star Wars, a droid story. So Lucasfilm Animation is teaming up with Lucasfilm's visual effects team, Industrial Light and Magic, to develop a special Star Wars adventure film for the Disney Plus platform called A Droid Story. This epic journey will introduce us to a new hero guided by R2-D2 and C-3PO. So this animated adventure movie will feature a new hero who is guided by none other than our heroes, personally the people who I think are the absolute cornerstones of the Skywalker saga. It's not Luke Skywalker. It's not Anakin. It's R2-D2 and C-3PO. They've seen it all. They've had their memories washed a billion times. They have been there for everything. So they're going to be guided um, by them. I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do. If it's going to be like a Wally type of situation, which is a great movie, by the way. If you've never seen Wally, you don't need a lot of words to do, you know get your emotions across. And so I think that this is definitely what they're going to do. Now, there is a comic book issue out there with a similar title. I don't want to say it's a droid story or um, whatever this one is. I think it's called just droids. So I think it may be similar, but who knows? So a lot of people are specking on those books. So if you haven't scooped those up, make sure you scoop them up. Okay, well, moving forward here. So we've covered a lot of stuff. One of the things that we haven't talked about is Rogue Squadron. And what we know about this is that... Uh, Old Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins is at the helm of this. Titled Rogue Squadron, the film will follow a group of Rebel Alliance Starfighter Squadron pilots through their adventures. You get a teaser on her page. Go check it out. Now, Jenkins dedicated the film to her father, a fighter pilot who lost his life in the line of duty. What's cool about this is that, you know, you kind of find out through this that she was raised around you know, airplanes and loves it and skydiving and all kinds of stuff along those lines. So she has a passion for it, which is awesome. And we all know that Wonder Woman, the original, was absolutely amazing. However, the second film kind of fucking sucked balls. It was not good. It wasn't bad. It just was, was such a letdown. I think we had put it on such a high pedestal that it just fucking fell flat on its face. There was It was too much. It, not enough character building. I don't know. It just, it was missing something. I think it tried to imitate the first movie and uh, it just didn't do anything. So I'm a little worried about that, but I'm hoping with enough passion through this from her past, uh, you know, dedicating it to her father, that this is going to push her and push this film specifically forward. So I'd be curious if this is going to be like a space Top Gun. That would be kind of dope, you know, some dogfighting up in space. Now, I'm going to include something that is not Star Wars related, and I know that's pretty much been the bulk, but they announced this during this time. And if you look it up, you can actually see that it's it's posted on there. Willow is going to be a sequel to the Lucasfilm Willow that that was produced a long time ago, right? The pilot is going to be directed by Crazy Rich Asians director John M. Chu. Now, Willow has been pretty much untouched since 1998. 1988. That's when I was born. But this has been rumored for forever and a day. And I mean, there's existing novels, there's comic books about it. There's a lot of stuff that's that's going on, right? And I want to say there's a big following for it. I personally am not one of them. But the new series will join The Mandalorian as Lucasfilm's second television spinoff on the platform. So pretty interesting that they're 
you know, that they're waiting this long to do it. I think they just went into their IP bank and were like, what the fuck can we pull out? Oh, Willow, sweet, let's do that. And I think that that's what they're going to go with. So I'm, I'm curious. I've personally never seen it. I wanted to mention it in here because they did mention it. So I felt, you know, it had to get dropped in here. Let you guys know. So if you were a fan of Willow from 1988, you are going to be in for a treat with, with this new show coming out. And we are done. We uh, we have pretty much covered everything. Psych! Y'all remember Psych from back in the day? A little nostalgia for you. Psych, guys. We have one more, and I think it's the one that I personally am most excited for. Just because I really was a fan of this character when the prequels came out. I, you know, I was a young kid, and this was in the 2000s, and so I saw this, and out of all the characters, he was the one that kind of stood out to me. My most favorite character was probably Darth Maul on the dark side, on the light side. It was this guy. It was Obi-Wan fucking Kenobi. Sorry for dropping the F-bomb. It was Obi-Wan Kenobi, man. I, I really enjoyed his character. I thought he had great character development. You know, you see him from this kind of young buck and pretty much what Anakin is always at. It's always that cockiness that like, hey, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm a Jedi. I can do whatever I want. And it was always the master kind of reining him in. And then you see him become the master and flip the script. He's the one being like, hey, Anakin, like kind of knock that shit out. I've been in your shoes, all that kind of stuff. Just a wise character. Obviously, we see him as a very, very old man and just age, age poorly as far as the show is concerned. If you're watching it from one through nine, right? But yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I really like Ewan McGregor, man. He's a great actor. And I think he was probably one of the best parts of the prequels. They're not my favorite. There's a lot of great stuff in it, including lightsaber battles. It has the best lightsaber battle to date, including all of the new stuff from everything. It has Anakin Skywalker, a.k.a. spoiler alert, Darth Vader, you know, without the machine versus Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, mentor versus mentee, um, you know, teacher versus student. So master versus apprentice, like, Fuck, man, that was a that was a great great battle. I think you know the only one that's going to follow up that is going to be second place with Dooku versus Yoda, and then first place as far as those trilogies are concerned, and then Darth Maul versus uh, Qui Gon and Obi Wan. So I'm excited for that. I've been anticipating this. You know, they've had to delay it because of COVID. They've had to delay it for you know, writing purposes, different things, but uh, it seems like things are kind of getting back on track and people are, are finding ways to, to get it done, right? Uh, and if you haven't, please refer to Tom Cruise talking to um, his people on his set and, uh, and yeah, listen to what the fuck he says. But anyways, one thing that uh, came pretty much right after they, you know, popped everything out and announced everything was that Hayden Christensen will appear as Anakin Skywalker, aka Darth Vader, in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Uh, you know, we know Ewan McGregor is going to be leading the cast um, and Christensen is going to be part of it now. And so they were both in the prequels, like we said, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, Star Wars lightsaber battle is between them two. So I'm curious to see if we're going to get a little bit more of that, if they're going to be doing their own things like separately if they're going to be intertwining so many questions i'm curious i hope i get them all answered but who knows we'll see what they have in store so i'm excited for that but all this stuff is going to start rolling out pretty soon guys 2021 2022 that's going to be the era of star wars and beyond so excited that they're going to get the franchise kind of back on track 
again, I'm going to say this for anybody that is in <laughs> Lucasfilm and uh, Star Wars and Disney. If you're listening, because I know you are, fucking give Dave Filoni and give John Favreau reins. They will not do you wrong. They are studied, learned doctors of Star Wars, especially Dave Filoni. I know John Favreau is very, very big into it. But if you've ever heard Filoni talk on some of the like specials, like the after stuff, I forget what it's called on Disney Plus, but you're like, fuck, that dude knows a lot. I know something about a little bit. These guys are just on a whole nother level. It's uh, it's super awesome, super entertaining, and I think that that's what produces really good TV and really good movies is when you have somebody that's a fan and they're able to give you their vision. Oh, man, that's just the best. And so you have two seasons of The Mandalorian where they're proving it absolutely correct, and I, I wish them all the luck. I think uh, I think they really do deserve their own rights. But that's pretty much it, guys. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up and go over everything again. I'm going to try to do it as quickly as possible because we are down here to the wire. I want to get you guys in and out before a 30-minute window and get you back to your regularly scheduled programmed life in the Matrix. Ha! Just kidding. So, all right. So we start off with The Mandalorian. We start off with uh, Boba Fett series, Rangers of the New Republic, The Ahsoka Show, uh, Ahsoka show. That's that's all it says. Um, Andor, Obi Wan Kenobi, Bad Batch, Visions, Lando, The Acolyte, A Droid Story, Rogue Squadron, and not really part of this, but kind of part of it because it's Lucasfilm. Willow. So we've discussed it all. We know what the Mandalorian is. It's about Mandalorians. I'm curious to see if they're going to end up going into Mandalore and like you know technically he's the ruler now. Does he get to bang? Bo-Katan and become king somehow is that is that a thing is that how they do it is she going to challenge him is she going to become his biggest nemesis we don't know is rangers of the new republic going to be about a couple of fucking pretty much texas rangers in space you know i hope they have cowboy hats because that would be dope ahsoka what is that going to be about is that going to be about thrawn is it going to be about some other stuff is she the one that technically rescues grogu from luke and that's how, you know, he's kind of not involved in the new movies. Andor, is that about the past? What is that specifically about? Will we see that other droid that he didn't like? Obi-Wan Kenobi, so many questions there. I felt like I spent most of the time. But what is that going to be about? Is freaking Grogu going to be involved in that? Probably not. For some of the animated stuff, like Bad Batch, what is that going to be? Is it going to be set in the, like, past, you know, during the Clone Wars and they were doing off their own thing? Is it going to be different? Are they going to be in the future? They remove their chip. Who knows? So many questions. Visions. Just so much potential there with, with the anime. I love anime. If you've never seen Demon Slayer, love it. One of the best. Um, My Hero Academia, One Punch Man, Dragon Ball Z. I could go on and on for days about that. Visions. So much potential with the Japanese anime there. Continuing on, we have The Acolyte. What is that about? I don't know. Let's find out. A droid story. What's that? I don't know what these shows are going to be about. Lando, Rogue Rogue Squadron. There's just so much out there that's over 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Roughly 13 to 14 or 15 different things that they are going to be covering over the next few years. So they're all set. This isn't even including Marvel stuff, guys. So had we combined these two episodes, it would have been roughly an hour, if not longer. And had I had my two clowns, 
aka Brian and Trey with me, specifically just Brian. He's the biggest clown of all, also the funniest one. But had I had them, God knows how long we would have been talking for. So thank you again, guys, for joining me today. And thank you for being part of this community. Thank you for listening. Thank you for commenting on uh, Instagram. Thank you for just texting me randomly if, if you're a personal friend and saying you enjoyed this episode or that you learned something new. I I love bringing this information out to y'all. This is uh, this is a great hobby to have. It's it's easy. Um, you know, one of those things that you hear in life is if you do what you love, then you're never going to work a day in your life. And this really isn't work for me. You know, aside from the editing and shit like that. But even that kind of fun to learn uh, to learn something new. So I love uh, I love bringing this to you guys. So thank you so much. We'll catch you on the next episode. I look forward to 2021 and bringing you just all kinds of awesome content. A lot of stuff uh, in, in the pipes. So definitely, uh, definitely be on the lookout guys. And we're coming close to our 2,500 follower giveaway. So please be on the lookout for that. And yeah, that's it guys. Uh, we'll catch you on the next episode and remember stay nerdy, my friends.